everyone. Welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast? And we are recording on Valentine's Day. You will not hear this on Valentine's Day, um, but we're recording on Valentine's Day. So shout out to everyone celebrating Valentine's Day. Shout out to all the couples out there, all the partners or the marriages, the boyfriends, the girlfriends, the they thens, the them friends, all the people that are in situationships, the talking stages, all of that. And shout out to the people who are dating themselves. Shout out to the people who are absolutely single. I know I am single. You can say I am dating yourself and or myself. I'm not dating yourself. I'm dating myself. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, shout out to the people dating themselves. I imagine that Valentine's Day ends in masturbation for most of you. And you know what? Literally and figuratively, you gotta do you, right? So shout out to Valentine's Day. Um, I don't know exactly what Valentine's Day looks like for couples this year. I imagine it's a lot of Zoom constructions, a lot of socially distanced stuff, which can be romantic. I don't know how you crank up the romance, but I'm sure if I was in a situation where I needed to crank up the romance, I'm sure I could work it out. I can... I could finagle something. But yeah, shout out to people making Valentine's Day work in a pandemic, right? That 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 takes some true love. Because you could have said, you know what? Nope, fuck it. We're not doing it this year. It's a pandemic. But you did do it, right? You did something. I don't know what it is, but you did something. So yeah, shout out to you. But um, while Valentine's Day has the potential to be happy and lovey-dovey, I'm planning on talking about some things that are not exactly happy and lovey-dovey um and a lot of it is tiktok drama so to introduce you to set you up here there's this tiktok personality called only jayus her name is not jayus um but her username is only jayus that's o-n-l-y-j-a-u-s j-a-y-u-s now what is Jayus? What does Jayus mean? I don't know. Is that really important for what we're talking about? No, it's not important. Um, but only Jayus is a TikTok personality with like millions of followers, like 10 million, 11 million, something like that followers, right? And she got famous, or at least the video that I saw of this girl, and this is like a young woman slash girl. I might use those interchangeably. Apologies. But this girl is like, she's like 21 years old, right? Um, and the first video I saw of her was like psychology tricks to mess with people's heads. Like how to, you know, make an awkward situation fun for you or how to sort of trick people into falling into an awkward situation, right? Stuff like that using psychology. Um, that's what I knew her as in the beginning. And then I've, and the videos I've seen since then, there's still like psychology tricks in there, but also like fun facts and science facts and all of that, right? Um, and I'm not an expert on psychology or anything like that, but there are people that have said that some of her information is inaccurate or misrepresenting psychology. I don't have proof to say that she is inaccurate in misrepresenting psychology, but what I do think is that she is not a psychologist, right? She is not someone who's like academically studying psychology. She's someone who is 
learning about psychology and researching psychology, but she's not like a psychologist or in school for that type of thing, you know? Um, and the reason why I bring that up is going to be important later on. But the reason why we are talking about only Jayus here, right? This girl, this 21-year-old girl is because like a handful of other internet famous celebrities, only Jayus got caught being racist. Um, and which is, you know, something that happens. And then we go through the cancel culture cycle, right? Um, but only Jay has got caught being racist. From what I've seen, there was an Instagram DM where she called someone an N-word lover. That's an N-word with the hard R, mind you. And I'm assuming if you're calling someone an N-word lover, then you are talking to another white person or a person who is not black and only JS is white to be clear um but if you say n-word lover that's something that you um say to other white people there's no utility in calling a black person that right um so she got caught saying that someone leaked screenshots or sent some screenshots. I don't know how these things came to life, but screenshots or Instagram DMs, because the whole thing is an Instagram DM conversation. Like, Instagram DMs, like, they live forever, potentially, right? If the other person has their side of the story and they screenshot, like, those things live forever. So... She got caught doing that, and I believe she also said, like, the homophobic F-word, um, which is an interesting choice, considering that only J.S. is a lesbian. Um, from what, to my knowledge, only J.S. is a lesbian, so using the homophobic F-word in an insulting way is an interesting um, decision to make, and I'm not saying that you can't be, like, internally homophobic or you can't be a lesbian that hates gay men i'm not saying that that's impossible it just seems unlikely that you're a lesbian that hates gay men but i'm not in that community so i don't know what the dynamics are but it doesn't seem like that's something that is very common maybe it's an internalized thing or maybe it's like a social thing wherever she's from but is a odd choice that I thought for her to um do that but again I don't I don't know I'm gonna focus a largely on the n-word lover thing because that's what people are that's what people are up in arms about like rightly right and again, this girl is 21 years old and these screenshots are a couple years old right um so I'm assuming that she was anywhere between 16 and 18 when she sent those screenshots, which is old enough to know better, right? Because to me, as a black person, and to be clear, I am a black person, um, N-word lover, right, is one of the more racist combinations of words you can say, right? Because she could say the N-word with a hard R to another white person, and that would still be offensive, right? That's still wrong, Right. But you're saying that in a way that's like you're demeaning the other person. Right. You're putting them down to a group of people that you consider lesser. Right. But to say N word lover, which is saying you as a person are less than because you love a different group of people that I have deemed less than. Right. To me, 
Like, that's something that is a different level of racism, right? Because there's racism that's like, oh, I don't like these people or these people are different and I don't like it. And then there's a, you're associating with these people. I don't like you either, right? You're expanding your net of hatred here, right? So saying N-word lover to another white person, I'm presuming they are white, is something that is something that's really tough to justify, right? That's something that's going to be tough to to weasel your way out of something like that, right? And with cancel culture, and I've been critical of cancel culture, and I think that we need to be a little bit more methodical in our cancellations, right? I find oftentimes when we cancel people, it's over things that are maybe not really that serious or it was something that happened too long ago that I feel like the person has changed or whatever, right? But I do think that cancel culture is a case-by-case basis, right? And to me, it's like, how old were you when you said or did the offending thing? Have you demonstrated that you have matured or changed, right? Have you made a commitment to you know, being a good person, not just like to the group that you offended, but to other groups as well, right? There are there are different criteria that I think people who, you know, do these things, right, depending on wh- what the offense was, how serious the offense was, there's criteria that I go through in determining whether I decide to stop fucking with them or not, right? Um, and to me, right, Saying N-word lover anywhere between 16 and 18, right? In an Instagram DM, right? To me, that means that you have said it before. And as a person that has heard, like, people of all races say the N-word, whether it ends in an A or an E-R, right? I I assume all of you have said it, right? Everyone listening, I, I assume all of you have said it, basically. I just hope that you don't say it now. That's how I operate, not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that that's the easiest thing to do. But I assume that you say that before, right? Because that's not a go-to insult if you don't use the N-word, right? If you don't use the N-word, then you're not going to say n-word lover that's not going to be your go-to thing you might say something else that is like directed to your personal preference like how she used the homophobic f-word right that's something that is also like based on you who you choose to have relationships with your sexuality who you associate with right um that's another thing that i assume that you use these words already right because you're pigeonholing people in these groups and then you're making insults based on those groups right like if i was to compare it to and this is not the same thing right but if i was to compare it to like nerds right? Like the cool kids in the nerds, right? And after you use the word nerd and you group people into cool kid or nerd, right? Only then 
does nerd become sort of an insult, right? Only then, after you've deemed cool kid better than nerd, can you use nerd as an insult. And I feel like that same sort of, like, idea, of course it's not the same, like, being called a nerd is not the same as being called an n-word, but when it comes to this, it's like you've deemed these people, like people who associate with black people, right? Maybe even date a black person. Shocker, I know, right? Those people you've deemed as less than somehow, right? Maybe you don't actively say the N-word every day, but those people like you've grouped in in that bubble and you're able to use n-word lover as an insult after you've already categorized a group of people who you have deemed as less than right i hope that makes sense but to me it's like that message and that message is real that is confirmed that it's real it's not something that can be faked or photoshopped real right that says that you said it multiple times in your youth right now there is the issue of these people being young right um and sometimes people think like oh like they're young and they didn't know better and all of that right and i think that in different cases there's validity to that right um people say like oh everyone else is around me saying it so i'm gonna say it which of course is not the most big-brained thing to do but people use that excuse right or people just say like oh like I was trying to be edgy, so I use this word to be edgy. I wasn't trying to be racist. There's that excuse, right? There's a, I didn't know the impact behind that word type of thing. There's that excuse. And all there might be varying degrees of truth to those things, right? We know that kids, right, people before the age of 25, are not done developing their brain, like their prefrontal cortex or whatever, right? Their prefrontal cortex is not fully there. Or I don't know if fully there is the right term, but I I think you get what I mean, right? Your prefrontal cortex is still churning and developing. It's not fully formed and developed yet. So the likelihood that you do and say things that you regret is rather high, right? As a, as a young person, right? And sometimes you make decisions that to an adult don't make any sense, but it made sense to you then in your development, right? I get that, right? And well, there may be varying truths and I have my own like thoughts and opinions on different situations. I think using N-word lover, right? Again, one of the most racist combinations of words that you can say, right? Because then you're including white people in your racism, right? You're disbanding against other white people, right? For just like associating with black people or implying that they have, right? So when it comes to when it comes to that, right? That's something that is more advanced racism, right? Um at the very least only J.S. has made jokes about N-word lovers before. Before that DM and probably after, right? She has made jokes about that. And I think that that's a different level of racism that cannot be condoned. And you got to remember, this girl is 21 years old, right? So 16 to 18 in retrospect is not that long ago, 
right? And it's different than like a 21-year-old who's been famous for a long time. This person, as far as I know, has only been famous for like a year and a half. So it's different from someone who's been famous like since a kid to 21, right? But like from teenager to early 20s is not that big of a difference and despite the societal impacts of age right like 18 is seen as different from 17 but really not really right like there's not like some magic light switch of maturity that turns on at 18 right same thing with 20 and 21 what's the difference between 20 and 21 like not actually that much right so the growth and the improvement right I don't know how much of that actually exists with OnlyJS. Again, I don't know this person. Personally, I've only seen their online presence. So I don't know exactly what the um, what the level of improvement is with her, right? But I do think that this was recent enough that a cancellation is is appropriate right like you did this recently enough there is not enough proof of this person based on their content based on their behavior based on their actions right that warrants you to have a platform right now right i think that cancellation in this case is is appropriate right and then there there gets to be like what do you do now how does a person with 10 million followers who's probably made a pretty penny off of this social media influencer shit right how does that person have redemption is there even a path to redemption and that gets me into two things one only js's apology which she has posted you can go on tiktok and look at it it goes to one the apology and two what her content largely not only but largely was centered around right going with the content right she was someone who did psychology tricks to fuck with people's heads psychology tricks to mess with people to be sort of a trickster of sorts right so if you make content around that stuff who's to say that you're not using that same advice those same mind tricks on me right now in the apology right and i watched the apology before getting on here i watch it again because i've already seen it right and she has like tired eyes like it looks like she's been crying and she just goes directly to the camera she has closed captions on the video just saying like i did this right I'm taking a step back. I am not that person anymore. I used to be a hateful person and now I'm working to get better, right? Um, And I think there's a couple of things to unpack here, right? One is that this is like legitimately life ruining, right? Like I don't think that she deserves to be platformed, I guess is the right word. I think that a cancellation is fine here, right? Like go ahead, cancel, right? But for her, right, and again, I think that cancellation is good here, but for her, right, being canceled and going from what I'm assuming is top of the world to no longer top of the world, like you're at the bottom of the mountain, or at least that's what it feels like that you're on the bottom of the mountain, right, going from like a place of success to seemingly 
no way to swim out of this cancellation, right? That I imagine takes an emotional toll, right? I imagine there's tears. I imagine there's crying, right? And I imagine if you've been crying and upset for, say, four days, right? Because she got caught in 4K, like at the point of recording, maybe like a week ago, she got caught in 4K doing this, right? And then she um, came out with the apology like a day and a half ago, right? There was about four days in between getting caught and addressing it for from OnlyJS, right? So if you've been, say, crying for four days, right? And people are counseling you, people are disassociating with you. I imagine, right, that sucks, right? That's something that you have to own up to, you have to deal with, you have to figure out what your next plan of action is, right? All of that, I'm sure, emotional, right? So I don't think, right, that she was faking her appearance because she looks very visibly upset in her apology video, right? And I was looking through the comments and people saying like, oh, she just rustled herself up for the video, right? I think even if she did not plan to apologize and if she never planned to address this, the fact that getting canceled and I'm assuming losing money and endorsements in future opportunities, right? Even if she doesn't feel bad for what she did, losing that stuff is going to feel bad, right? So I imagine even if the apology is insincere, I do think that she was like crying a little bit, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So... In that, there, there's one thing that I think is, like, legitimate about this apology, right? But in terms of apologizing for this, right, and taking responsibility, because to my knowledge, and I don't have the exact wording here, when she first got caught and things were brought up, she said that this image was fake. And then in her apology, she says, well, actually, I thought it was fake because I'm such a different person now, but... It turns out that these things are real and they're not fake and I'm so disgusted with myself, right? She said something along those lines, right? So if you do that, right, if you say that these things are real, but at first you think that they're not real, right, it brings up a question to me, right? One, there's the prefrontal cortex thing, but I don't think that's actually what's happening here, right? There's two things, right? Either, right, you message a lot of people, you've done so many things online that this one online experience didn't register strongly, right? But if that's the case, if that moment didn't register strongly, that means that likely in your past you were doing other racist things or you were saying racist things to other people, right? Because to me, at least to me, Saying something that strong, N-word, hard R, lover, right? That's something that I would imagine sticks out in my mind. Because I would imagine if you are a racist, you thought that you owned him. You thought that you dunked on this guy, right? So in, ter in terms of that, like it's either you've done so many things that it just didn't blip on your radar. So many things on the internet, racist or otherwise, that this didn't register to you. Which is, I think decently possible seeing as this is an internet famous person but there is also like i didn't think they were, they were real it's that 
oh, like, I wouldn't do anything that incriminates me, right? I wouldn't do anything that dumb. There's that part of it. Or the, or the, the just straight up lying, right? Or the, or the straight up lying part of it, right? But I think it's probably one of those things that I think mo- those aren't the best looks for her, right? Because I'm assuming she, you know, went back and like, wait a minute, this is real. I actually did message this person, right? And when it came to her apology, she said, I used N-word lover because it was the meanest thing that I can think of, right? Um, And to me, now there's two possibilities, meaning that she thinks that associating someone as loving a black person is the worst thing she could think of, which you are telling on yourself. Absolutely. That's the worst thing that you could say. Or she meant that just using the word, the N-word in general, whether it's attached to lover or something else, that was the worst thing that she could think of, right? But to me, saying like, this is the worst, meanest thing that I can think of, right, is the N-word, right? I think the N-word is the worst, meanest thing that most people can think of, right? But you can't say the N-word to a white person in that way, right? So her... I need to be mean to this person, right? I cannot call you an N-word because that's not going to hold up, right? You're not going to say that this makes sense, right? And then I'm going to add lover, right? So I could say, you are not an N-word, but you mess with N-words. So therefore, you are on the level of N-words and I don't associate with you and you are bad because of it, right? So... If that's the case, if she didn't just misspeak, and I don't think that she did because it took her days to come out with this, and I'm sure that she tried to do the best apology possible, right? Um, So I say, oh, that was the meanest thing I can think of. It sounds like you're telling on yourself there, right? Um, And there's another thing about, like, when it comes to like, the meanest thing that you could say, right? Because the meanest thing that you can say, right? Like, honestly, like, if you're talking to someone that you actually know, right? The meanest thing that you can say is probably something personal to them, right? Um, Like, something about an insecurity or a flaw or the time they fucked up or, like, something like that. Something personal to them is the meanest thing that they could say, right? Usually, Right. If you want to get someone deep, you cut them where the heart is. So, and assuming that they knew this per these people that are arguing only JS and anonymous person, right? Assuming that they know each other, and it's the meanest thing that you can say, right? That means that you are associating with black people in real life, like this person that she's talking to, is you know in a relationship or has had a relationship with black people. Right. And then you know that you cut that you use it as a weapon because, you know, this person in real life. Right. So this whole meanest thing that I could ever think of thing, it might have just been a misspeaking, but it sounds like you're telling on yourself. And I think you need to reflect in on that as well. If you're only JS and you're listening to this, which I doubt that you are, um, but then in the message, like I was looking in the message, right? And there was some personal stuff in the message, like saying like, oh, I'm in foster care. My parents don't like me like that. That's why I'm in foster care, blah, blah, blah. And 
that's something that I guess is relevant to the conversation. Like, if you are just, like, an angry person because of external factors and the people that you bang with end up being racist because of a lack of parental guidance. And I'm not saying foster systems mean you have no parental guidance. I don't know the foster system in that way, right? But she says, my parents do not like me, right? So... And that's a paraphrase. I don't know exactly what the what the message says. But in that case, right, my parents are not in the in my life in the way that maybe parents typically are, right? So I turn to racism or people that are racist because I'm white and that's gonna build up my confidence a little bit. I can see a situation like that, but that's getting into theories. I don't know anything about that, really. Um, just, just speculation. And then it comes back to the apology, right? Where she says that I am no longer the person that I was back then. I'm no longer the angry person that I was back then, right? And that might be true, but I don't know, right? It's like, it's like you're with, it's like you're with a student, right? It's like you're with a student and they keep saying they understand the material, right? The student says, I understand what's going on. I know the material. But every test, they don't do well, right? Every test, they get an F, right? So you, as the teacher, you don't actually know if they understand the material or not. Like, you don't know if it's like they actually do and they're just a bad test taker or if the situation isn't right or if they're lying to you and you just are falling for it every time. You don't know for sure. And I feel like this situation is a little bit similar. Like this whole JS situation is a little bit similar to that, right? Because saying like, I'm not the angry person that I used to be. Like, how? How How do I know that? I, I don't know that, right? I don't know. Like, I've seen this person's content and a lot of their content is not specific to them, which I think lies in another problem in this tangled web of cancellation, right? Because a lot of their content is like fun facts or psychology facts or mind facts or history facts, whatever, right? Because all of that is more external. You're not talking about you in that way, at least from what I've seen, right? I don't know if you're actually a good person, right? If you're just talking about facts like historical facts, academic facts, water facts, paint facts, whatever it is. I don't know if you're a good person or not, right? All I know is that you're making these videos about these topics, but you could be a shitty person or a good person. I have no idea, right? And your idea of whether they're shitty or good is probably if you like the content or not. If you were a fan of hers before that, you I think you're more likely to believe that this person has changed since then. If you were not a fan or you're indifferent, right, then you have no proof of that, right? Because this person, at least to my knowledge, doesn't do very much personal stuff, right? Doesn't make content surrounding their actual lives in that way, right? So you, you really don't have proof of that. Maybe you have. Maybe you are a different person. Maybe you did a complete 180. But if there's one thing I know about racism in society is that you can't just snap your fingers and be anti-racist, right? Being anti-racist, right? And actively unlearning 
problematic behavior is something that takes a lot of time, right? A lot of time to think and learn and change and adjust, right? And sometimes, like, it's not linear. And sometimes there are things that you thought weren't problematic, but really are. And you thought it for way longer than probably you should have. And I'm sure we all have those things. And that's, you know, as long as we're learning and as long as we're making a commitment to be a better person, right? I can relate. I can understand. I can help you, right? But to me, right, a snap, crackle, pop, and then all of a sudden you're not racist is not how this works, right? If you're actually racist, if you're actually using racist language and racist remarks, right? And that likely means there's at least um, some racism in you, right? You have to work to get it out, right? You have to work to get it out, right? And it's not entirely our faults. Like society inflicts prejudice on us and racism is systemic, right? So a lot of people grow up or come up not realizing that they're doing problematic things, right? But inward lover, right? That's entirely problematic, right? Because we are taught that the N-word is the worst word in English, basically, right? And then doing N-word lover, right? Combining, making constructions with the N-word that we know, you know from a very early age, right? That the N-word is the worst word that you could do, right? Um, So to make constructions with that, that's something that needs to be addressed it needs to be looked at and examined because it doesn't just go away right you could be a different person you could be a happier person you could be a more accepting person right and that can happen naturally as you're in a better situation right i don't doubt that but there needs to be work done here right you can't just say i'm so much better of a person and not show it and unfortunately right? You can't really show it without people clowning on you or thinking it's performative. Performative is another word that I don't actually like as much because really everything we do is performative in a way. So it's, is it constructive performatism or destructive or not constructive performativeness, right? That's something that I'm more interested in. Again, with this cancel culture and being a little bit more methodical with these, I think what's considered performative and not could be broken down and examined a little bit more. But when it comes to that, if you show yourself going through the work, going through the anti-racism training work, people are going to clown you for that, right? People are going to clown you because they're just going to say, oh, you're doing this to get on your good side and we don't believe you. But if you do, like, say you take six months off of the internet and all of a sudden you come back and then start operating business as usual, people are going to be like, did you think we forgot because we didn't and we have no proof that you've changed now so what's the fucking deal right so now the fact that you were racist when you were 17 right has come to bite you in your ass because honestly i don't know what you do from here right like i don't know how you um make your path to redemption i'm sure there is a path to redemption because there are people who have been redeemed after doing problematic things, right? Um, Exhibit A is probably Doja Cat right now. Doja Cat was in some hot water for some shit she said, and Doja Cat is on a remix with Ariana Grande, right? So there are things that can 
be built back up. There are there are pathways that can be built back up. And I'm not saying that she needs a path to redemption. I'm not saying that she should be redeemed. I'm just thinking if there is one or if there's a move that could get her accepted by large amounts of society like I don't see it right now right maybe that's just the pessimism in me because I feel like a lot of times I feel like I see something and I'm like I don't know how the fuck you can come back from this and then people come back for this right but um like with her right with only jazz I really don't see what the what the best mode of action is because not posting right is really i think what people want like i don't think people want to see someone who they think is racist on their screen right but in terms of not posting and the whole point of your job at this point is posting if you're making money off of tiktok youtube instagram all that stuff right your job is posting right but you also have to go through this work and you can't post about this work without really being clowned on so what do you do? Because if you come back without posting for however much time and you don't make a post or something explaining the work you've done and you just business as usual, people are going to think that you're full of shit, right? But if you do, again, that sort of like series or post about all the stuff that you've learned and where you learned it from, people could take that as performative also right and yeah i'm not someone who's an expert at public relations and weaseling out of scandals right but i don't see exactly where the path is right but i do know that she tried to make a path she tried to make a path because in her apology she said only jay has said i'm going to take a step back and share my platform again with 10 million followers I'm going to share my platform with some amazing black creators, which is, you know, is Black History Month, right? You probably could have did that anyway. But um, when it comes to that, I'm thinking as a black person who makes videos on TikTok, I have 8,000 followers, by the way, um, as a black person who makes videos on TikTok, do I take a person who's been seen using the most racist stuff, right, ever do i take the offer to share a platform right i know that you got caught being racist and i know you're reaching out to black creators right and trying to make amends for what they've done for what you've done sorry um from what you've done and you want to give them a platform to express their frustrations or express what it's like to be black in america what whatever it is right um do you take only js up on that offer and my answer is absolutely not. You cannot do that. Yes, having an audience of 10 million when you have, just using my own numbers here, 8,000, going from 8,000 to 10 million, right, is the biggest jump in the world. And that will probably get you a lot of attention. But I don't even care about what people who aren't black think here. Right? I'm talking about black people, right? If this person who was caught being racist and has not yet determined or deemed herself not racist, right? Or we have not deemed her not racist just yet, right? And they reach out to you saying, let's collab essentially, right? And you take up the offer of this person who is very specifically anti-black racist in this post. How the fuck do you look? 
You look goofy, or at least how I see it. If I was to take her up on that offer, black people would see it and be like, what the fuck, right? How are you doing this with someone got caught not too long ago being very, very racist? What the blue hell is that? What the blue hell are you doing? You know what I mean? So if I'm black and only JS made this promise to spotlight black creators right i don't want only js's spotlight right now i just cut you just got caught being a racist right how the fuck does that make me look it makes me look like a doo-doo head dummy if i do that right so to me what that sounds like and i I'm, i might be reaching here but what that sounds like is only js drafted this apology right she crafted this apology and i'm not saying drafting an apology is a bad thing like I'd rather have something with the points being hit than something sloppy and having to ramble over it a bunch of times. But when she wrote this apology, she thought, oh, this is a good idea. Share my audience with black creators, right? To show like that I'm taking a step back and I want to put the spotlight forward on people who deserve it because I don't deserve it right now. I get that, right? But I don't think she thought it through what this would look like for black people right it sounds like she made this idea without talking to black people without having a plan for black people to come on the concert i feel like they would just figure that out later and said i will be collabing with black people but black people i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure most of them or that make videos or a lot of them at least would feel the same way i do right like black people would not take you up on that offer or at least a lot of them wouldn't because of what you did right so it sounds like she made a promise that i would think is very hard to keep right because if i'm imagining this right right black people in that position would not really deal with the other black people or the other non-black people you deal with the other black people right if you're in this only js position and you're collabing right it's the other black people that you should be worried about because those are the people that's gonna judge you or think about you or determine what happens right that's probably going to be the most biting than anything else anyone else does right so to me, you cannot take that offer. If only JS says, let's collab, I'm trying to be better, like, no, you can't do that right now. There's no way, right? If a black person does it, I would be surprised. I would also be interested to see um, who does it and what they do, but I don't think very many black people are going to be chomping at the bit to do this, right? And all of this leads to a question that I don't have a good answer for, and that's what is a good celebrity apology, right? Because you're more likely to accept an apology if you like someone, right? I once saw virtually the same apology by two different celebrities, and one of them, like, remained, like, ridiculed, and the other one got widely accepted, even though it was similar situations, almost identical apologies, just two different people, right? Um, and I think, again, this is why performative, like everything is performative, but people see an apology and immediately they go to performative. Like this apology is going to be performative. It's not real. It's not genuine. And the people who they do think are real and genuine are likely people you are already fans of, right? So to me, the perfect apology probably 
doesn't exist you can only hope that you like show your genuine authenticity and that you put in the work and that you are genuinely concerned about getting better and that you actually put in the work you're not just saying it but then not doing anything you have to actually put in the work right and hit the points of contention or what you're being apologized for right you hit those points you commit to the work right you do everything that is related to improving you actively improve you do the hard stuff and you you come back if you come back at all you come back a bit later right um but when it comes to hitting those beats right and doing those things right i think that a large part depends on how many people are actually on your side and if it's enough people on your side and enough people accept the apology right even the people that don't accept the apology right those people will be forced to deal with you because you won't be fully canceled at that point and you'll probably still get work right um so that that's just how i feel i feel like the perfect apology doesn't exist it's just how many people like actually still like this person after the shitty thing that they did how many people actually still like this person i think that's a pretty good bar right it's not 100 perfect and i think like n- nothing i say is like 100 perfect but that's sort of where where i see like apologies just because i see so many apologies brushed off right because people just stopped fucking with them or didn't fuck with them in the first place so they're less inclined to approve to see that apology right as a real thing and to be clear, I think Only Jay's apology was not good, right? Um, for reasons I explained, but I don't think it was good, right? I don't think it was like entirely fake, but it wasn't good. Um, but when it comes to these things, right? How it's received, I think, is how you've already been received. Excuse me. How you've how how you've already been received in like recent memory. That's how it is, right? Um, and I talked about Only Jay's, this whole thing, for a lot longer than I expected to, um, but I wanted to end on another cancellation, I'm not gonna talk about this forever, because we're already 45 minutes deep, but it's Gina Carano from Star Wars The Mandalorian that got fired after posting some, from what I assume is anti-Semitic shit about like Jewish people running the world, right? That's what I heard, like she was doing some anti-Semitic shit. Um, and then Star Wars Disney gave her the boot, right? Um, and what it made me think about, I also thought about the Senator or the Congressperson, I believe her name is Marjorie Taylor Greene, who said that Jewish people have like a laser in space or something like that, right? And this whole Jewish people run the world stereotype. And I just have to think, how tired Jewish people must be, right, of this stuff, right? Because these things are getting ridiculous, right? Like Gina Carano, I don't know exactly what she said, right? I don't remember exactly what she said. All I know is Gina Carano was an actress in The Mandalorian who got fired for anti-Semitic and other awful stuff that she posted on social media right that's all i know right but this marjorie taylor green space laser thing right and like this idea that and i do know that um gina carano's posts had to do something with like jewish people controlling the world i know that but 
when it comes to that and like the space laser thing that was like a few weeks ago this whole running the world thing right jewish people right and the history of jewish people right like not just like you know world war ii and holocaust but other histories of jewish people right and being driven out of lands or like being forced to move and things like that right how tired jewish people must be to think that people really think that they are having some evil world controlling game right when they've been victims of so much like historically jewish people right the holocaust like all you need to say right is the holocaust right but like this sort of halt like this group of people that's been through so much how tired they must be to think that after all they've been through, you really think that they run the world in an evil way after all the shit that they've been through, right? And it's getting ridiculous like this space laser. I, I don't run in anti-Semitic circles and I'm not like an anti-Semitic person. So I don't know if this space laser thing is common knowledge in those circles, but you, when you bring that shit mainstream and you don't see how ridiculous you sound, right? It's like you're running out of shit to say, right? Because this Jewish people evilly running the world doesn't, is it's not true. It's not something that tracks at all, right? And because it's not true, you have to come up with more and more ridiculous things, right? Because the baseline of it is not true. That's not something that you can prove, right? And because of that, you have to go to fucking alien science fiction to talk about Jewish people. And I think, Jewish people, I'm so sorry, right? I'm so sorry, Jewish people, right? Because imagine how, I can only imagine how tired Jewish people are, right? So, to end this off, right, because I got to preserve the voice a little bit. Jewish people are not controlling the world evilly. They're not They're not evil people controlling the world, right? That's not something that's happening, right? If you've done some racist things in your past, right, and you like to believe that you are no longer racist, you need to do the work, right? You need to do some work as an active unlearning process, right? If I can get those those things, right, as a as an imprint in your brain right then i'll be a success right you can die a success but with that i am going to close it off here thank you for watching listening paying attention love you truly happy valentine's day happy black history month weird way to stick the middle of black history month but hey this is where we're at um but yeah happy black history month happy valentine's day love you i will see you next time all right dot com